How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show where we talk about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. On the other side, we got Tim Wagner is who I am. Hello, Tim. Hi. We got a got a bit of a rhythm going on with these recordings. How's it going today? You know, it's going pretty good. Uh, it is a, a bit of a an odd day. Started out things, and I'm like, man, today is going to be a good day. And Ice then, cube. I get it. Yes. I didn't even have to use my AK. So <laughs> it, things turned out to be a pretty good day. Uh, on any random day, I honestly could have an AK in my truck. I do deliver to a gun shop. <laughs> There's a, a good possibility. My truck's probably not the one that you should try to rob. Because if things get bad, I'll just close the door and go open up some of the boxes. Some of those gun pads. I know where the guns are because it says I know, right I there. I got guns this and gun ammo. Shop. I just got to hope that they're, the ammo is made for the gun that they they're have. compatible. <laughs> like, I, got, I got them both here. You but, Damn it. <laughs> well, I opened up another box and I found why, a hammer why was... and some nails. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this nail and I'm gonna hit it against this bullet. And you're gonna, <laughs> you might get shot. I don't know where it's going. <laughs> it's, it's just scattered. What, what happened today? So, um, well, when I started my day, um, I did a couple of deliveries and then I was driving to. Um, one of the businesses and I got sidetracked because I saw a car and at first I thought it was the new vet from a distance. I was like, Mm. Oh, it's red. I was like, is that the new vet? Uh, no, that would have been really cool to see. But as I got closer, it turned out to be even doper. It was a four, eight, eight Italia, I think is how it pronounced or Oh yeah, yeah, no, those are that's where I start to really get out of it, dude. Yeah, I know, they're hard. It said it on the dash of the car. That's the only reason I know exactly what Ferrari it was. Like, I know them when I look at the pictures, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I did a little bit of research and um, oh god, it's uh, it says oh, from three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, which so means that's their base price. That's basically. where it starts. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, I, it said the exact car's model on the dash, which I thought was pretty cool. I never saw that before because I don't. For being in that delivery van, I'm sitting up a little bit higher, so I could see in the front and I could see what kind of car it was because it said it like where a glove box would be instead of being on the back of the car. Oh, shit. And then I Googled it to show my wife what I saw, because I saw it while I was talking to her. I go, oh, shit. And I pulled <laughs> off and I took a look at it. And the funny thing was, is like, I circled around the par- parking lot um, after I saw it and went back out. And I saw, like, three other dudes, like, pulling off the same thing, like, all in work trucks. They're just like, <laughs> oh, shit, look at that Ferrari. Just pull it over in right. the fucking heat and cooling right. vans going, hell yeah, dude. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's how my day started off pretty much. And I'm like, today's going to oh, be a good yeah. day. And then I got bit by a dog. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> Typical sale, like, no way. You actually had the stereotype shit happen, huh? Stereotype shit. Well, 
Did it bite? It didn't bite you in the ass, though. I'm guessing you're no, pretty tall to it, get, have a dog bite you in the ass. Yeah, it was relatively short, like about like Abby, my dog. So a yep, little bit okay. short, but like colored like your dog. Oh, okay. And he was just an asshole. I went into this business, and so that's the part that's unstereotypical. I didn't walk into somebody's yard. I went into a business and. I was supposed what? to do a pickup. I had like a tag to pick up this box. She knew I was coming. And I just go into the business and she goes, oh, I didn't know you were going to come in here. And she goes, can you go back out? And I go, sure. And I'm about to leave. And she goes, wait, don't move. And then I just stop. And then this little asshole dog comes up and bites me right above my knee. Oh, yeah. shit. Really? Up, it went yeah. up that high? It still got yeah. that high up for being a short dog. Well, he was standing on his back legs. He tried. He like went up as high as he could. Yeah, kinda, like, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I, I think I got lucky. He got me with just the front teeth. I think, like, didn't really get the canine. Oh, okay. kind of like there. that nip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that it, little. I got a pretty good bruise. Like it was, it was, and he got the shorts too. So it it was just like a hard pinch. Son of a yeah, bitch. he didn't break the skin, yeah. which is good because i don't know what happens with that like i don't know right yeah i gotta go get a fucking rabies shot i hear those right or have or go to the doctor to have it looked at even though you probably weren't too super worried about it yeah personally yeah right fuck dude but yeah so can't believe the old mailman biting shit i mean you're not a mailman but you're delivery man like it's just the stereotype is the mailman gets bit by the dog like fuck Damn, but the thing dude, is, like, I think it's, I think it goes off of fear a lot. And this dog was just an asshole. I had no fear of him. I'm just like, what's up, buddy? And he just runs oh, up. Like, right. I'm, I'm already talking to him. He just bites mm-hmm. me. Like, what the fuck? Just that dog was just an asshole. And the lady's just like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were coming in. She didn't even apologize for him biting me. I'm like, what the hell? See, that's, yeah. I also hate owners like that. Ugh. Oh, she's it's the, like, come on. Yeah. The worst you can. At he least you can the, yeah. say sorry. Oh my god! Like I can't believe he bit you. Are you okay? Right. He ran the show there for sure. He was the alpha all the way. She's like, <laughs> I mean, for her to be like, don't move. Like, what do you mean, don't right. move? Tell your dog what to do you stop. Mean? Yeah. I assumed he was in the door, and that you were like holding open a door, pushing open a door, and you were afraid. No, like, I came she in. The, the door was going to close on the dog. No, I came in the door and she was across the room and didn't even know I was there until the door closed. And that dog came running from all the way across the room. I didn't think it was a big deal because normally you wouldn't bring your dog to a business if he was a fucking asshole. Yeah, also. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. They're just like, yeah, he bites people, whatever. I'm going to bring him to work. <laughs> what the fuck? You should not do that maybe don't bring that dog around that many like public events ever right yeah what I the mean, hell public locations i mean i know business private whatever you get what i mean like don't don't bring your dog around fucking people right yeah it's just, <laughs> I don't know. but yeah, yeah. so that, that was sucks. my day saw a dope car and then got bit by a dog you know sucks i had beer delivered to my house and drank one I can't. I can't complain. Sorry, I. I don't have any cool story, so I'll just. Did you get into the topics? <laughs> well, did you, I need to know more? No, go about ahead. This, but... Did you have it 
delivered from the liquor store like a like a like a pizza delivery guy or what yeah but but better because it was from the local brewery yeah no i didn't know because i deliver so beer and alcohol good. all the time but mm, to those, businesses uh, right no cause i deliver to residentials too but i have oh, to shit. have a signature for those like so if you're mm-hmm. not home then i mm-hmm. get to try the next day oh i got you yeah no this is um this is the local brewery and i've also done it with a delivery service like like a food dude um yeah yeah okay yeah like whatever your uber eats or whoever but this one's specific to they just sign deals with local liquor stores Hmm. they go pick it up and they drop it off so you just you have an account that you've proven your id on and they come to the door and they just fucking drop off your beer. It's pretty, pretty rad. I wish we could do something like that. Like legally, I still have to get a signature for guns and ammo. And uh, well, I don't think it's necessary for ammo, depending on the packaging. But guns for sure, and mm-hmm. um, alcohol. So like when I deliver to that gun shop, I have to have somebody still sign for that, and I have to have yep. somebody still sign for the alcohol. I don't have to have signatures for anything else because of covid right now they just mm, made me mm-hmm. get the first and last name of people which i am losing my and then you enter vanity it. because of that shit whole another topic oh, yeah. i'm not going to get into it but it's like jeez <laughs> i go hey can i get a first and last or first initial and last name and people will be like todd <laughs> just like, jesus so now i don't even try i tried to explain it for a while and first initial I, t uh, middle name o last names letter d i don't fucking know right yeah whatever todd is your first in- yeah we're going with it i just write it down now and i get people too that have there's other ones where i'll say first initial and last name so they'll be like gh and then i go okay so i'm guessing <laughs> those are just both of your initials so i have g is your first initial what's your last name assuming that it should start with an h but they'll be like uh, it's Gertis. Like, well, then what the <laughs> fuck was GH? Was GH mean? Was G what your G-H last mean? initial, but you said it first? Or, but <laughs> I've had it before where like you just reverse order me. What yeah, the fuck? But I've had it before too. That's actually happened twice, and neither of them had like neither the letter didn't match the last name at all. <laughs> where it was like SR, and then it's like, eh, hey, last name's Franklin. Like, what? I don't. <laughs> fuck is that i I don't even bother to ask what they're talking about i just write it down i like i write sr franklin and leave and then just like if there's an (laughs) issue i just let the customer service people so sr franklin and (laughs) just have them be like no there's nobody here why would he write that because what you said you fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) you said Duh, God. I don't know. Yeah. I suppose it's way different for you, though, because you're delivering, like, other people are delivering inside the building, or people are ordering it and then sending it somewhere else. Like me, like I said, I just start an account. They drop it off. I just show my ID through the door. Bada boom. They're gone. Like, they don't, they just, yeah, it's you. Cool. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I'm I'm logged in basically saying like, hey, I'm the person you're going to be delivering this to. See, it's me later. Right. Well, and when I'm delivering the booze to the residentials, that's pretty much the same thing. 
like I'm supposed to see an ID and it has the person's name on the label and stuff. I'm just hmm. saying like when Yeah, I suppose for any, okay. I for, get it. For any other package to a business, I'm supposed to get a first initial and last name for like proof mm-hmm. that I've left it with somebody. Right, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Just it's and it's more of making sure that the business knows where their package is. So they're not calling up saying, right. where's our package? And then Yeah, and you're like, I left it with G H. Yeah. Like, right. Okay. I left it with that. <laughs> All right, let's so yeah, anyways. All right. Let's let's not go too much further down the work. Yes. <laughs> we got two topics to talk about today and we're ten yes, minutes in and the as we do, we got the two topics. First one is gonna be about fishing and I'm gonna talk practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. I wanna talk about casting. Because I have questions, and I'm sure you have answers, I hope. Let's get it. Of course, I did my research on some of this, and we'll get into that. Part two, after the break, our random take is video games again. I'll probably be doing this a lot, but I wanted to specifically talk about fighting games. Because me and you specifically have a really, really fun history with fighting games. And if we get into new stuff... Uh, about fighting games over the internet and how COVID has changed fighting games and stuff. That 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 might be where we go. But anyways, casting practice yeah. specifically. So I practice makes perfect is that whole thing you're taught, right? <laughs> That's like yes. if you play a sport, if you ever have done anything competitively in your life, you always hear practice makes perfect. For me, fishing has never been that. It's never a competition. For me, it's going, catch a fish, eating it. But we've talked already on the podcast enough times about how there are pros that are competitive. Like there, There's a whole industry of professionalism uh, professional athletes, I will say, uh, when it comes to fishing. If so, that means they have to be practicing, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the studying of the lake and stuff like that. I mean, they have to be actually practicing their skill. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got, I mean, casting, especially when you're a professional, when you're trying to get one up on the competitors you need to your casting game has to be on point because there's there's a couple of different casts and and there's more than a couple different casts but you know when when (laughs) i would assume yeah when you're like uh flipping and pitching you kind of you kind of cast it underhand almost you kind of swing the bait and and the idea of, is that one so is flipping and pitching is that one type of cast or is it flipping and pitching <laughs> no that's two yeah they're they're similar okay yeah so like uh to be 100 percent honest i don't really know what the different like exi- if you said like show me the two different ones i don't know but I know, yeah, and I actually, know. right now, I don't want to get super deep down into like each one individually. I'm just sort of the the high the high level because when you say flipping and pitching, to me, I go that must be two different 
things, right? Yeah. And but so when you're practicing it, because this would be something you would practice. Yes. Or you yes. you maybe practice because this is yeah. a real passionate hobby for you. You mm -hmm. I assume you practice sometimes. Yeah. So so not knowing exactly what it's which one is what there's there's a method of where you kind of take the bait in your one hand and you got the rod in your other and you kind of like swing it forward underhand and what your mm. idea of doing is kind of bringing the bait just above the surface of the water and then you set it down real gently so it doesn't splash mm. you know it's a very mm -hmm. it's very subtle and that mm -hmm. way you're not scaring the fish where you're casting yeah you know some of the fish can be spookier yeah. at times so that takes mm -hmm. some practice because it's not like you're just gonna walk out there and be like oh i'm gonna i've seen this in the youtube video it's gonna work <laughs> perfect you know, right. you, gotta, you gotta, especially like that kind of cast, you would do with the bait casting reel. And the bait casting reel, you really gotta dial it in to get it to let the line out properly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, if you have it and too tight, you're gonna swing that lure, like fling it way up in the air or whatever. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not gonna do what you want. So. Yeah, so you all have to not only practice to get good at the cast, but practice to dial in your equipment for yes. that particular type of cast even. Yep, yep. Right. Yeah, okay. and, then the, okay. and then there's, you know, just if I'm fishing along a dock or whatever, if I want to cast, you know, if if you're just casting close to the dock, you might be able to get the fish to come out. But if you can cast, so it's, going past it and you're pulling it along the structure or you're casting between the dock and the pontoon boat you know like you're going to mm -hmm. maximize your chance of catching fish because the fish are under that so if you can get the lure to where they are so i do i practice but it's more like in real time i've done it before at mm -hmm. home and mm -hmm. stuff when i'm bored or when it's early spring and I'm just got to itch it, to go fishing. Like I have my, <laughs> I go out in the yard and practice my cast. And since I can't do anything else, but. Uh, yeah. That's actually what I was going to ask is if, if it is something that you do on dry land, is it something that people do on dry land to just to get good at a specific kind of cast as you're talking about, or is it to dial in? Oh, for sure. Like, do you have to be on the water? I'm guessing. No, you no. don't have to be on the water yet because if you just get accurate at putting it places, it's going to be the same when you go out into the water. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the wind can play a role, but the wind can play a role when you're outside right. in your backyard too. So it's, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say is like, yeah. if you're a golfer or a, a pitcher in baseball, you, you know, you set up a net and you just keep throwing at the same hole, you know, yep. spot on the net yeah. and try to get your pitching accurate or, you're golfing you just put up a a pin and you just chip and you do that all in your backyard and yep. you just keep doing it over and over and it's in your backyard it's what you yeah. have it's where you practice and it works though it helps you know yeah and i know a lot of um the pros will like set up tires or whatever and try to cast from a distance through the tires just because we don't like a like a quarterback with the tire and a football exactly yep no way. Yeah, same shit, man. Got to got to hit <laughs> got to hit that small window cuz some of I remember Mike Iconelli talking about how one of the tournaments like there was a cast that needed to be made and 
Or no, maybe it wasn't Ike. I think it might have been Kevin Van Dam. Because he's got too professional. Yeah, too too yep. very famous. Very very famous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But mm-hmm. I, it might have been Kevin Van Dam that was talking about how there was some window that he had to cast through. Like it was like the perfect spot, and if he could get it through there, he was going to catch. You know, there's trees or whatever. I can't remember what the scenario was, but mm-hmm. his his practice and getting those casts on point, like he was able to get it right to where he needed to get it to. Cause sometimes there's logs that are laying down or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and it only makes sense to cast into one certain spot so you can retrieve the bait properly. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to hit that window in order to bring it back. So yeah, practicing definitely helps, but there's, and it, it helps a lot too, to practice in your backyard to use, like a weight or use your lure in your backyard because if you mess up in your backyard you can just walk over to the two the tire and grab your lure <laughs> if you mess up and grab your lure when you're out yeah if, and it gets hung up on the tree that's like six trees in like there's no getting that lure back sometimes so yeah yeah especially depending on what you were trying to cast over and like you know, just there's sometimes you're just you're just not gonna get there. That's it. Like be casting onto near private property. Uh the right. there's a cliff there's a cliff wall there in the river and you just got it caught, you know, three trees deep and you're on a boat and the water's fast. There's just there's so many scenarios you could just come up with where well, that lure's stuck in the tree now. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. You said you do this in real time most of the time. You you're practice casting. I, yeah, so do, do you lose a lot of lures then? Or like how does that work? No, because I don't take a ton of risks. Like when I'm making mm-hmm. these casts, I'll be in a boat with a trolling motor. Like if I try to make a cast on a dock and I screw up, I can mm-hmm. always just drive closer. Like I basically ruin that spot because now my boat's right on top of the fish and they're probably not gonna bite anything, but Mm-hmm. I can just go up to the dock and retrieve it. You know, mm-hmm. the cabin yeah. owner might not be happy that I'm on his dock, but I think they understand too, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I hook like their boat cover and put a hole in their boat cover, they're going to be pissed, but I'm good enough that I'm not going to put it on top of their boat when I'm trying to put it between the <laughs> boat and the dock. Like I might get right up on the dock if I got like a, a narrow foot window, like I might, mm-hmm. I might get it hung up someplace, but yeah. Yeah. And the, what you were saying about the, the casting in your backyard and, you know, Oh, oh if I break the line, you can just go get it. Um, the only, so I had a practice caster when I was a little kid, you know, to actually just pass mm-hmm. the time and learn how to fish before you go out on the boat. Yep. I think it was my ducktails. It was my ducktail fishing route. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And it had, uh, had this like rubber, weight on it and that's all it was i would just throw this rubber weight out so i could yeah. actually like little five-year-old kid just throwing this rubber weight around mm-hmm. and i'm like okay that makes sense because it's heavy like you know bait and lures and stuff like that would be but i remember there was a couple times just trying to get knots out um before going fishing and that i've thrown it out and uh you know, just kind of like tried to get the cast, like, I got, got a jam here. And the lure goes out, hits the lawn. Uh, I'm trying to untangle everything and reel it up and, you know, get my knot that I created undone. 
and the lure's stuck in the ground. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, well, this, how would you practice like this? Isn't the lure just going to stick to the ground? Or like, how do you, if you're actually practicing with lures or are there casting practice lures? I, I couldn't find anything when I was doing the research. Well, it doesn't change the weight too much. You can just take off the hooks. Mm. You can, there's the split rings. You can just take the hooks off. Oh, I never thought those things are just little tiny key rings. Like they look exactly like a ring that you put your keys on, but they're yeah. tiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh so shit. You, I never even uh, thought about those before until yeah. right now in this moment. If you're trying to do that, otherwise a lot of people cast like jigs and they have, um, it's pretty easy to get them. They have like little protectors, like little plastic sleeves that you can slide over the hook point and oh. hook up on stuff. Like a lot of, if you go into like a a bait shop that has um like Northland tackle spinner baits, there's a couple of different okay. brands that don't have packaging. They'll just hook the oh just like hang the safety pin style spinner bait on the rack, and they'll put those little sleeves. Oh no shit! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I have so you could, yeah you just save that and then use that for practice. Yeah. Flip that over and then. It could still get hung up on stuff, but it's not really gonna hook into anything. Because the right. jig, yeah, the jig when you're when you're doing like that that pitching or flipping, you're using jigs. But a lot mm. of times you're trying to cast like the crankbaits. I don't. Some square bills I'll cast around docks, but otherwise I don't cast a lot of crankbaits around. So. I can also use like a a worm. Like I think that's a big thing for people to try to practice oh. using a worm and hooking like the, just an artificial worm. Yep, and you can like put a... you can put the hook through it so it's like the hook point doesn't pop out at all. Mhm. And I love fishing weightless. So oh. no weights just a hook and the worm or a hook and a a fluke which is uh soft plastic that looks kind of minnowish and oh yeah you just okay. hook that in and you can just cast that and those are light so when you're casting them it's kind of hard to get the hang of that um that's what, what i was going to say about that actually is that sounds so light that that actually sounds like something i would try to practice with because i'm used to fishing bobbers and weight like that's my main thing you know just bobber fishing yeah. you got enough lead on there to get that hook to go down straight Right. So it all just flies right off the reel. Or yeah. Whatever. And, you know what I mean? So, yeah. The weightless with the, the spinning setup or the open face, whatever people want to call them, like you have, is pretty easy to cast. When you start trying to cast it with a bait caster, that can be hard because mm. it's so light and yeah. the way the spool works on the bait caster and stuff, you have to actually get the spool spinning instead of the spinning reel the line just comes off the reel it doesn't move when you're casting it oh interesting yes it's funny how little no it's great how much you know and how little i could actually learn going into this uh, when i was writing this this was actually the one i was writing when i um i just sent you the message on slack like dude i didn't finish i need to do more research um because i could hardly find I could I couldn't really find anything like every time you just like practice casting, everything is fly fishing on Google. The whole first page, you get like four YouTube videos, and it's all just fly fishing. And I'm just like, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. 
And then you got the little like Google shop that pops up in there too, you know, and yeah. it's, it's, it's just hitting all the shops. And Amazon had a little kid one where it was, it had these like, uh, it was just like a little kid rod and reel set up and it had a practice casting set in it and they look like little lures. Um, but what they would do is when they hit the water, they turned into sponges. So you know how, did you ever have those where you'd have yes. those like little capsules and you'd run awesome. underwater and it would pop up to be a dinosaur or some shit? Yeah. Yeah, but these were like, it looks like a lure. And then you throw it in the water, kid will reel it back. It got a little blue sponge fish on the end. That's that's kind of cool to have that was, it yeah. cast it out and then it like actually, and you're like landing a fish. It's cool in that regard. Initially, I was yeah. like, that's stupid because you get to cast once. But then I was like, ah, but they are landing a fish then. Yeah, so guess... yep. and that's what it took a while for that to set in for me too, because that I thought the exact I went through the exact same process you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool though. I mean, it depends on what they charge for them. I should look into that for back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I it, I it was one of the first things that crossed my mind. I was like, ah, shit. I should have put the link in the notes, but like, we just Amazon Kid Rod. I'm sure it'll come up. Right. You just put in. You know, Amazon yeah. kid fishing set or whatever. If they try to charge like regular lure prices. Eh, I love my son, but I think we can just wait until he's old enough to catch a real fish on a real lure. <laughs> he's more than once. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I was just really. It was cool to to see that, but it was very funny to to Google this and say, uh it. And, and see that it was basically all fly fishing and a few and just a few things to buy there was no no one talking about it the way that you just did and the way that we are uh and before we go into the second topic i just want to know if there's anything that you anything more that you want to point out like do you have tips for the listeners or like things that you do to practice or i don't want to move on before you feel fulfilled because me i know a ton now and we'll go into the different reels and actually casting and how to practice yeah. that and stuff like that i just wanted to talk generally about practicing because i just thought about like these people are pros there's people out there that really take this shit seriously there has to be some form of practice that happens so it was really cool yeah for sure and i'm definitely one of those guys like i would love to tournament fish i have been aspiring to tournament fish my whole well not my whole life but ever since i got into fishing like i got into bass fishing and i'm like oh yes this is a sport and i'm a competitive person already like yes i want to i want to battle i want to go out here and i want to try to beat these people and just <laughs> learn learn how to do everything but um mm -hmm. I guess as far as like casting goes, if people are out there like wanting to practice different casting, start with a spinning reel. If like it's way easier to cast with a spinning reel. It just is. The line just comes off easier. Get it down like that and then move to a bait caster. Cause with a spinning reel you don't have to worry about messing with the reel. You just have to worry about the cast. With a bait caster you have to worry about using the reel and casting. It's, and yeah. I want to, because I, I know that we want to be all inclusive and even new fishers, if fish, fishermen, fisher people, if that's a thing that 
if I know, so can you even just describe, and again, we'll get into all the reels and stuff like that in different episodes, but open, what'd you say? <laughs> a spinner so a spin, and a bait caster. Yeah, a spinning reel is um, also referred to as like an open face reel. It's the kind that hangs underneath the rod. So you got the rod and then you have the reel that hangs underneath it. And yeah, it's like the one in the logo of the Real AF TV. It's yes. the one in the logo of the Real AF exactly. TV logo. Yep. Yes, that's a spinning reel. So, and the the spool is, um, what's what's the word for uh, not horizontal, vertical? Or not <laughs> not vertical. Uh, I'm screwing all this up. Not. Um, it's okay. Everybody has these brain has a brain fart. Opposite of the while. Your your rod goes straight forward, and the the spool faces opposite. Like it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. think of it. Par- no, parallel is the straight word that I was thinking of. It's the opposite of parallel. I can't think of it. But anyways, like the <laughs> because of the way the spool faces perpendicular is the word that you're looking for. But I think, but it doesn't. Maybe. Because perfect. Be. Anyways, it doesn't um, matter. Yeah. Anyways, the line does not. The spool doesn't roll for the line to come off. The spool faces sideways, kind of. It's it, just Google mm-hmm. spinning reel because you'll see what I'm talking about. And the line just comes off of it, just the way it's set up because it's open like that. The line will just reel off of it. There's a bail. You open up the yeah, bail. Yeah, it comes off of it like um, like twine off of uh like twine twine unrolls like that or like string kind of unrolls like that if you're holding yeah. the string yeah. in your hand um like a baseball and the the whole of the string is pointed away from your body and towards your body like you're holding the tube of the string in your hand and you pull it straight forward that's how the that's how the line feeds off of yeah the spinning reel yeah so so the spinning reel I mean there's a bail you open the bail and then you can cast when the bail is closed there's a little guide on there that when you reel it spins around in the spool and puts it back on but in a uh, a bait caster the reel is set up so the spool is it unravels. is it like a kite is that the, like Yes. How you'd fly a kite, right? right? Yes. It rolls off that way. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And the and that one, when you crank it in, it just reels it up like a winch almost. And when mm-hmm. you cast mm-hmm. it out, yeah, it's perfect. The same, yeah. And when you cast it out, it's the same thing in reverse, where the the spool just spins and the line comes out. But the thing with the mm-hmm. bait caster is that doesn't stop by itself. So if you cast it out and the line's going, you have to physically stop it by yourself when the bait hits the water. Otherwise, that'll keep spinning, and the, the mm-hmm. line will all come off the reel and give you what they call a rat's nest. Yep, yep. And it's, and that's it's why you mess. said start with that spinner practice, different right. castings yeah, with start, that, yep, and get good at that first. Yep, because that's, you know, get your, if you're new to it, get the casting down first. And then figure out how to use the the bait caster reel. I mean, you could go straight into bait casting if you want. Don't let me tell you you can't. But 
That's how I would do it. That's how I did do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just that, yeah, practice casting, just get good at being accurate. I would say is probably like, I mean, there are different reasons to practice, but I would say that that's, that's good. That's really good info. I like these sort of conversations where I accidentally Google something and it turns into like, Hey man, I can't really find anything out there. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully you know more. (laughs) Yeah. That's just life experience about the casting and stuff, but I've watched enough and learned enough from different pros and stuff that, um, yeah, practice can definitely play a big role. And there's so many, I mean, I don't need to get into all the different kinds. I'm not going to talk about all of them, but just to tell you that there's, you know, you can physically, you can physically skip you can physically skip a like a jig or something underneath a dock mm. if you get good mm-hmm. like you're skipping a rock tick, 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 you know and sure and there's there's a number of different things you can do with casting so if you just get you know practice on that stuff and obviously the skipping you're only going to be able to practice that on the water but you can still do that too you don't have to go to a a nice lake to go fishing just find some water and practice skipping it people might look at you like you're crazy when you're just casting in the fountain at the mall or whatever but (laughs) (laughs) but hey practice is practice (laughs) i needed some water just got this new jig guys gotta test it out and you know i i can't get on the water today but i can take lunch in the food court so (laughs) right here we go <laughs> All right, man. Well, on that note, let's let's move on to topic two, to uh, fighting video games. We will we'll take our short break that we usually do and yeah. close close the close the door on practice casting because because it's done over. We're never even going to talk about it again. No, done, we'll open done. it up again when we get into more specific rods, reels, or uh reels and uh different types of casting you know and how that costs as we started already talked about with the bait caster so yeah all right on to break let's go yeah. give us that beatbox break time Break time. <laughs> same, same break time. <laughs> oh, and we're back from break. This is the Real AF TV podcast, and I'm still Josh Labah, and on the other side is still Tim Wagner. I think. And I. Oh, oh no! What happened? You you lost. You lost who you might be. You know, I, I don't, I don't think anything changed, but. I can't say for certain. I've been sitting in this room all alone, and I don't think I change people. But I can't. But who's say, to say, man? Who's to say? I don't have any. I don't have a second opinion. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> There's nobody here to give me a second opinion. So how am I supposed to know? It's just me. I should still be Tim, but I never know. All right. So this is the this is a video game topic for for our random take of the podcast. The reason 
why I specifically picked fighting games is because I think, first of all, me and you have a unique history with fighting games in yes. general. We had a we had a hot second there in high school where we ah. were, yeah, man, that was PS2 when we were yep. doing that. Um, I have Virtual Fighter 4 down here, but was it Virtual four. Fighter 3 that we were playing, wasn't it? Oh, it was 4. It was 4. Okay. Yep. I thought I had screwed that up there for a second, but oh my god. That, yeah. Okay. So, I just want to say we are definitely not fighting game experts. We are not like fighting game tournament people. No. And I just want to mention Smash Bros. really quick. Hardly play it. Own the game. Love to play with my nieces, nephews, parties, things like that. But if you came for Smash Bros., that ain't that's not happening. Have you even played it? Yeah, I've played it, but that game makes me feel like I'm old. Like, <laughs> I like playing fighting games, but that's one of those games where I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm looking. Yep, at, I just smash on shit. Oh, just smash. I'm looking sticks at the screen like I, I lose my character all the time. I'm like, ah. Was, oh oh yeah, doing four, four player. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm like, was who am I? And then all of a sudden, I see my character go like flying in the background. I'm like. Oh shit, I've been looking at the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was Link and right. here the whole time I've been Yoshi, son of a bitch. Yeah, Green character, cons- blending. Right. If I consistently picked the same character every time or played it more consistently, but the thing with that is like I'll pick a different game or a different character every time. Like, I wonder what this guy's like, and then I choose him. Yep. And yep. I forget who I am or what's going on and then I don't know any of the buttons, and I don't understand how anything works. Like, yes, all yeah, the numbers. No, I, like, I'm with you. The punch, and the guy goes flying a million feet. I'm like, yes, I think I win. And <laughs> then he yes. pops back in, and I'm like, lands back on? right in front of you, starts yeah. beating your ass. You're like, how the fuck did that happen? Right. And I look up at the top, and they're like, yeah, negative 187 percent. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? The fuck does that even mean? I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And then at the end, yes. it, they like show, and it's like you got second. And I'm like, I did. That's not bad, I guess. What? You're like, All right. <laughs> I did better than I thought. I guess I thought I was losing this whole time, and I got second out of four. So when we're talking about fighting games, we're talking fucking health bars on the top. We're talking about yeah. combos and knowing what we're doing because. I've played a decent amount of fighting games. I go to this um, video game tournament that they have over here in Shakopee at Mystic Lake. I take Ooh. the nephews there. Yes. And they have these um, they have these PS4s or Switches and stuff like that set up. So we play Smash there, yeah. But they also have a bunch of fighting, real fighting games on there, um, like Street Fighter IV, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. You know, they have real fighting games on there. And I'm just mashing buttons, but... When we used to play Virtual Fighter, dude, we knew what buttons we were hitting, what directions we were using. We knew the combos of these people. Yes, for sure. Like, it was it was calculated where, like, I'm coming yes. in and I'm, you know, throwing this jab and then the low kick and, like, I... You knew the, fir- you knew the next move you were going to throw exactly what it was going to do, where it was going to be. You just hope the other person was there to get hit by it. 
Right. Yep. I mean, it's just... And you would adapt, like, it's right? Like real, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't fight professionally. I never have, but it's like real fighting. Like, it's countering, trying to throw jabs, you know, trying to trying to land a punch, you know? It's it's real stuff. You, you think the low kick's going to work. If it doesn't work, you try to, try to change it up, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. You regroup, and you know... You know exactly what button you're hitting, what button you're going to hit, and what button combination, I should say, yes. you're going to hit next. Yep. And it just, it feels good because you know, like you can see it in your head what's happening next. And you always play one step ahead. But like you said, if you have to pull back, you, yeah. you can. You pull back, you block, you know how to block. Mm, not me. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. You never blocked. Oh my god. I don't block. I I evade. You never blocked. I I mean I've done it before because on Virtual Fighter there was like challenges. I think that was on the fifth one. The fifth one had setups where you had to actually go mm-hmm. in and accomplish stuff to move on or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part, I do the double back button. I'd come in. I'd take a couple of shots and then I'd back up and I'd come in and I'd, or I'd kind of get in close and wait for them to make a move. And then instead of blocking and letting them hit me to make a counter, I'd kind of time it with like, I'd back up and I'd watch them throw like two, two, and then their low kick and there's their combo. And it's like right there you, at now the low you know kick, that I come in enough. Right. And yeah. I'd, I'd wait for them to throw their combination and right at the end of their combination, I come in and hit them when they can't block, when they're still throwing their last punch or whatever. Yeah, because that's the thing, right? It's like you would get to know the character so well that when you saw a move, you knew when an opening was coming. Yep, yeah, and it worked. I mean, it worked a lot better. Fucking right, it worked. It worked a lot better on the AI than it did in real life because Virtual Fighter Mm -hmm. Five started having, um, you know, the, the online stuff and... Mm-hmm. I did I did okay, but in the game, I was, like, against the AI. I was real good against the AI. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I remember that quite well. You were the, um, you were always the drunken fighter, the drunk old man. No, sometimes the drunk old man, but I liked Lao, the, Lao? the other Asian guy that yelled, Horia! Really? Yes. Oh, man. I thought, oh, you know why I always remember it was the drunk old man? Because he was my personal feud. His fighting style was the one that I had a hard time learning. As we were just talking about, you would watch the characters. You would learn them. You would get to know their moveset. Like, okay, kick, kick, go. Okay, there's the combo. Now here's the opening attack. Right. I could never do that for him. I could never do that for him. So I remember you being him he had because real, I yeah. always hated him no matter yeah. what. I just could not read that motherfucker. Well, he was me up super hard to read because he'd be like, he'd, he'd have some of the same moves, but then a different actual attack would come out of it. Like he'd turn and like, he'd look like he was going to fall down and sometimes he'd throw a kick and sometimes he'd throw like a weird punch out of it. So he was a hard one to read, but yeah, sometimes I was the I was the drunk guy. Sometimes I was Cage, which was the like straight ninja looking dude. 
Yeah, I was gonna, he reminds me of Ninja Gaiden. Yes, yes, a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. And I, I've been playing as Cage since the first Virtua Fighter, when they were all yeah. boxy and stuff. And you have the oh, yeah. crazy ass when the when the physics were weird and you like when you jumped it you just float there. He'd have that big flying headbutt thing and <laughs> he gets like <laughs> he gets like fifteen feet in the air. You're just like Jesus straight onto the top of his head, like boom, whoa. <laughs> I remember hell, that. That's a hell of a move. <laughs> but that's him quite the uh okay. Yeah, him and the drunken guy just had slow moves like they were good but they were a little bit slow and wow was real fast and that's what i liked i would do that evade and then i'd come in with the quick jabs and and he would always do that one kind of like uppercut thing with the open palm and he'd go Uh yeah yep (laughs) yeah that's what i would do and then i'd do that uppercut open palm thing and get you in the air and then i do like a you could do a number of combos from there with kicks and these backward once you got them because like, once you got him up in the air yeah once you got him in the air then you could throw another combo before they hit the ground so you could really fuck somebody up if you caught him yeah yep yeah and that was yeah. the thing is you could get him in the air that was uh, i and i still like almost every game i play i'm i'm the the fast person as well i need I need the speed because if I don't have the almost immediate reaction of my button presses happening, I get lost in my own combo. Mm. Yeah, I can, I can kind of understand that. Like I've had the same thing where you're trying to throw a combo and you're you hit like four buttons and you're you jab once and you're like Jesus, come on, man. <laughs> so the, that's Get why I ne- that's why I never understood like Akira when you're trying to fight Akira when he's throwing those bombs like he can fuck you up but when you try to play as him, at least for Dude, me, you're just like for me too. I'm moving so slow, I can't do anything with this guy. Yeah, I could never figure out those slower characters like that. I just couldn't, which is weird to say because then, I mean, he's not that slow, I guess, but on Virtua. No, on Street Fighter, and we played Street Fighter. I'm E Honda. Right. Not exactly a speedy character, but he has fast moves. Yeah, he's got. So he's I got just learned how to use those jabs. Yep, and he can fly through the air. He does that flying headbutt thing that if mm-hmm. I'm far away, I can get close quickly and. Yep. And Virtual Fighter like didn't have anything like that. Like Street Fighter and and Mortal Kombat and stuff have those special moves where these people actually have powers where virtual fighter and like doa those mm-hmm. are just those are just fighting games i mean like you had special moves doa was more unrealistic than virtual fighter but everything with virtual fighter was but pretty it's all par. kept fair yeah and it's kept in a in a pretty tight realm of reality yeah um, i mean i DOA think it and... wasn't too fake it's just mm-hmm there's some stuff that was a little bit far-fetched, but... Right, yeah. Well, especially the wrestling moves when you would have the wrestlers and they would do, like, real deal, like, suplexes and stuff where you right. would just break a person's spine and they would never get up from it. Right, or, or they'd have, like, a 540, like, uh, like <laughs> body slam and you're just like, why all that rotation? <laughs> What's with all the spinning? <laughs> yeah, but right. DOA was 
oh my god, we could really get into it at DOA because remember that had the that has the counters, the counter system. Yes, yeah, dude. Oh my I god, that changed my life for the first time playing DOA two on PS two, and you figure out those counters. Oh my god, yeah. we would have. Not just us, but I mean, the group of, you know, there'd be like five of us around the PlayStation at night and we would just go to town on that game. Right. And then as a spectator too, like that was one of the first games that I enjoyed watching because as a young adolescence, when somebody's using one of the girls, they had, all of them had enormous <laughs> boobs and they bounced oh my a God. lot. Lots of bouncing going on in that game. <laughs> Lots oh, of yeah. bouncing. And it was oh yeah, best. and you're a teenager, you're just like whoa. Right. And right when that came out, that was like unheard of. Like we just went from that... boxy boobs to like now they actually move like real boobs. Like right. whoa, whoa, yeah. bud. Well, look at this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a huge change at a time of life when you're just like boobies. Right. You remember Midnight was... Club? Like when that was. Mm-hmm. just like the first time we played that we were just in awe like look at these graphics these i know the lights like the real reflect. cars oh yeah the neon of the night and yes oh yeah oh yeah and then we got fighting games and they're like oh they look like real people oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yes we should i so I played DOA 6 because there was a demo out on PS4 for a little while, and the controls are almost spot on. They've obviously made tweaks. <clears throat> sure. Because fighting games are now more of a platform, so they can just say one of the one of the characters is overpowered. They just reconfigure it and then send a patch out. Boom. That character now has a little bit more pause between this combo, you know, and... There you go. Mm. It balances it out. So there's a little bit of differences, and obviously from DOA 2 to DOA 6, there has to be changes, but I still played as uh, Sarah Bryant in DOA 6 and on the demo, and it was online only. I held my own still, dude. I was, Isn't I don't she know. Isn't a crossover too? Oh, between I... Virtua Fighter and... Yeah, isn't that the same Sarah in both? Uh, actually, I'm wrong. It's Tina. It's Tina. Teen, oh, on, yes. Looks like Sarah. Yeah, I did. I screwed him up because we were talking about both. But yes. Yeah, they're very close. Yep. Yes. They they have the... <clears throat> they're both blonde-haired white chicks, but what with they have in, in common... Game. Or with oh, family yeah. in the game, not siblings. But family. Sarah's got yeah. her brothers, Jackie, and, and Tina's got her dad. I forget what his name that's is. That's right. Yeah, I can't remember either. I'd be able to... I'm sure... It, could look through but yeah isn't it that he's a fighter or he's a wrestler and yeah i think he's the wrestler yep and she is a wrestler too but she's a new more higher flying jackie bryant there it is i looked him up right yeah because uh virtua fighter had like if you went through the arcade mode and you're trying to beat everybody they Mm -hmm. had it was more of a like you're about to fight this guy and the guy would just come out and say his thing like i remember cage morrow would say something like eh, one of the doors are sucking us it sounded like that <laughs> and you're just mm-hmm. like all right we're about to fight this guy but doa had an actual <laughs> storyline and that's how i knew it was her dad because mm-hmm. you're fighting or whatever and it's like a oh, dad you know he just comes out of nowhere oh, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. 
says some shit. I don't think you ever fight him. You might. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember how that all unfolds, but I do. Yeah, I do remember that fighting. Fighting games tried the the story thing. Pretty. It's it's hard when you have like limited space yeah. and they're all focused on fighting. Mortal, but now I guess Mortal Kombat has like a full on one. You know a yeah, little bit about that. Mortal Kombat does a pretty good job with the story. Like it's not the best stories, but they have a pretty decent one. Like when you're going through, you know, they make it seem more not like you're just fighting this person because it's time to fight. You're like, oh, we're flying this jet and and we're going through. You know, you're being uh, Cage and mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Cage to be specific. Johnny uh, Cage, the the Hollywood, yeah, the badass. Hollywood guy, and you're and you're like, yeah, we're flying through here, and for whatever reason, Johnny's like, hey, I'm here to help the cops or whatever, and then they're just like, yeah, yeah, well, you got beef with the cops, so now you got to fight that striker. Or whatever his name is, he's a cop, or you know, there. Oh, there's actually yeah. more of a storyline where it's like uh, now you're in mm-hmm. the desert and you got to fight this half bug girl. They got some new characters. I don't remember all the yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat. Uh, like you were saying about Smash Bros, is like you go in and you pick new characters. It's like the uh, Mortal Kombat anthology, I think it was called, where there was like the entire top part of your screen was taken, like the top, literally the top half of your screen was taken up by characters. Right. And then you were, your character was actually just this tiny little thing in the bottom half. Like, yeah, here's the character you are. There was like 15 ninjas. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hadn't, uh, that was a lot different game in that one there. They tried a couple of different things. Where they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna have like a side-scrolling version, or you know, we're gonna have one where you're fighting your way through stuff. It's not gonna be just the regular uh, fighting game like you're used to. And it mm-hmm. it was a, it was different. Like I don't know if it got good reviews or not. Nope. It wasn't for me. That's did you not... just kill a bug or did you close your laptop? Okay, so <clears throat> we lost connection there for a second, but I, so I don't know exactly where we were. Do you remember? Oh, we were talking about Mortal yeah. Kombat, and oh yeah, and how Mortal they Kombat like went crazy. went off on their little weird tangents where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna try to make a little bit different game." But going talking about Mortal Kombat, like that's where I got my start. Like, well, I played Street Fighter and Virtua Fighter in the actual arcade before that, but the first fighting game I ever owned mm-hmm. was. Mortal Kombat on the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. Hell yeah, that was Mortal Mortal Kombat two, I'm guessing, right? I I think I had I'm, I'm yeah, just... I think I had Mortal Yeah, I think I had Mortal Kombat two and then I had uh Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Yep. <laughs> and that yes, game Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. <laughs> and that, dude, that was that was that kind was of the such... start of that huge, wasn't it? Of like that huge playable amount of characters, or was that just? Yeah, I, I don't remember that the one as much. Well. I had Mortal Kombat, Kombat two. Three had so many, so many characters. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat two was a really good game. Um, like ground solid, the one that really put Mortal Kombat on the map. Yeah. That was really the one that like busted him through the door. Yeah. Well, even the first one made a lot of noise, but people are like, oh my god, it's so violent. Mostly for the violence, yeah. Well, and I'm not like saying it wasn't people. a solid game, I don't know. Right. But... They look like real people. Well, they look like real people, but the violence doesn't look real. 
you know like i know so fucking fake they are real people that's why they look like real people they just took actual character like actual real actors and yeah you know film like you can tell they're real people oh yeah for sure and that's why even in even in the 16-bit mode they were they were well translated real actors Yeah. yeah you could tell and that's why there's so many different like even in ultimate mortal Kombat 3 they really stepped it up but that's why there's so many different robots and guys like scorpion because they could just use that same actor that they already filmed and just change the coloring in mm-hmm. post. oh 100 like, percent. that's yeah, what they were doing because <laughs> you, you had in ultimate mortal Kombat 3 there was scorpion was yellow sub-zero mm-hmm. was blue Mm-hmm. And you had reptile was green. Reptile those was were green. Your, those yep. were your original three, and then you got Ermac was yep. orange. Ermac, and then you had there was a purple one. Rain. Rain. Yep. Rain was dope because he had that like spinning kick where he could kick you completely through the screen, and you'd land on the other side. Like if you got somebody in that spinning back kick that didn't know how to block. You could just kick their face off until it was game over. Just boom, and they'd fly <laughs> through the screen and then kick it the other way and just keep oh, oh, shit. boom back and forth. And oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, he, the Pac Man effect. They'd go out the left side, come back in the right, yep, and, and then they'd land right next to you and you'd kick them again. <laughs> and you just keep doing it, just keep volleying them back and that forth. That was Rain yourself. who did that? Yeah, that was Rain. <laughs> and then um, there was Smoke was all black yep and there was a that's all i remember for the ninjas because there was also the cybernetic ninjas but they were just a reflection of the original ninjas basically yeah because except for they they started out as yellow and red and then eventually there was like smoke was their gray version of that too right yep you had scyther or whatever and yeah, the red and yellow one, and then there was a smoke one, and then I think there was a, a purple one of those too, but I can't remember what he I called. I think there was too. I feel like that one was rain also, but I don't know why you'd call a robot rain, so I don't know. Yeah. Which is know. also totally just like a predator ripoff, right? Like that ninja is just like a yeah. human predator, right? Yeah, those robots were very predator-ish. But... Yeah, they they quite were. Yeah. Nothing against Mortal Kombat, man. Mortal Kombat 2 is no, like, I grew I, up on that shit. Uh, I, I don't even know how many of those games like are good or not, but I remember them getting all of those characters and it just getting really, really crazy. Dude, I remember, like, I know for sure that I was one of those kids that just drove their parents nuts by doing the same thing over and over. Because I remember getting like one of those cheat code books and oh, yeah. putting in the codes to like watch all the fatalities and stuff. So I would play oh, yeah. I would play the one where it would just show all the fatalities and all the like in Ultimate Mortal Kombat three it would show all the fatalities, all the babalities where you would turn them into babies. Turn into babies. All the brutalities where you would they would just beat the shit out of you and then beat them until they fucking exploded. Right. And there was uh <laughs> there was there was animalities where they turn into these big fake those were real bad. They didn't look good those at all. Were, those no, those were like they, the, yeah. the those were first way too much movie. Where you see the spider at the end and you're just like, eh, that's not even scary. It's so fake. 
(laughs) (laughs) But I I remember it it would be they would have that same tune and then they'd have the person screaming and I'm sure Mm, from the other room would always that all they would hear is ding 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 Ah, just over and over. <laughs> because there's 24 characters in this game, and you want to see them all. <laughs> and each one of them has like two or three fatalities. Right, right, right. That's yeah. I forgot that that was the case too. Don't forget about friendships. Friendships are back now too. They just put them into <laughs> right. Mortal Kombat Friendship. 11. I remember. Yeah, I remember the only friendship that was any good was. Uh scorpions where he would take off his mask and reveal his skeleton and the other person mm-hmm. would still scream ah! and they just <laughs> run away <laughs> and then it just he just like look at the camera and cross his arms and it's a friendship and his version of friendship is just not killing you <laughs> it's just not killing you that's the best way to put it right yeah i was gonna say scaring the shit out of you but you're you're right just not killing you that's his version of friendship we're friends now so We're friends. I didn't fucking murder you, so that's how it works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that was the other thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up is the 2D versus 3D because we've been talking about 2D a lot, and obviously we grew up on 2D. Then um, mm-hmm. Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter 2, and Mortal Kombat 2. Those were my two that really got me into 2Ds, and I still play the 2D fighters. Like I play. Uh, new street fighter and stuff like that. Cause even though it's built in 3d, it still only plays uh, in 2d. And so the, I, I think DOA might've been the first, no Tekken, of course, of course, Tekken, but that, you know, 2d fighting, fighting on the 2d plane where you can really only punch, mm-hmm. kick block. When you get into 3d and that sidestep comes in, it's a fucking game changer. Yes. And, Oh my god, that just changes everything. When you can just sidestep people, it, mm-hmm. it totally. Oh my god, I love it. It's but, huge. Yeah, and where I was going with it is like your DOA or your virtual fighter technique was very, no, completely dependent on 3D gaming, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because you can't evade like I was evading in the 2D games. You can, I mean, you can back up, but that's about it. I mean. But sometimes that's block also in the 2D game. Right. When you're just trying to back up is block. Yeah. When you're hitting back is block with those. Mm -hmm. So you kind of blocked not even trying to. I was like evading, but that was block. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Another thing for me with 3D is. I can do it, but my brain doesn't like to go from right to left. I don't like being player two. I like being player one, going left to right. So when it's Mm -hmm. 3D and you could sidestep, it was a lot easier Mm -hmm. to just sidestep, 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 and be back. Oh, and get back to the side you wanted to be. Yes. Oh, shit. I never noticed that. Yeah, where the other... Yeah, where the other games, you're like trying to jump over the person. Like, I don't want to be on this side. And you're trying to jump over them. <laughs> and they catch you in an uppercut right. while you're trying to jump over them. And you're like, uh-huh, damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit, I never even thought about that. And funny thing is, is did you know there's a Pokemon fighting game? Yes. 
Yeah, so Pokin Tournament. Funny enough, we just played it the other weekend. Um, we have it on the Wii U. So in that situation, you have two screens. So you're never not player one, even when you're two-player local. Mm. Do, do you get, get it? it? Yep, yep. Yeah, so that's a 3D fighting game, but still, no matter what, you're just like kind of over the shoulder almost uh, yeah almost in like an adventure game where you're just kind of like over the right shoulder just over the left shoulder depending on you know sort of where you are uh, yeah in the in the environment like what wall you're up against kind of uh and you yeah you're never not first player um it totally sucks to play on the tiny screen but sure for instance in this case that you're talking about oh shit got the hookup right 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 I never thought about it before. I just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder guess, if I do that now. I'm gonna pay attention when yeah. I play 3D fighters again. Some people don't care, like, but that's just my personal opinion. Like, I can fight from the right. I just, it feels better to go from the left. Yeah. No, I got you because I am better. I'm better fighting from the left, and if I get kicked over to the right side. I have to. I do have to adjust. I know that. I but I wonder if I purposely try to get back over. I never thought about it. Huh. Anyways, uh, did you come to the arcade? Uh, quick, did you ever come to the arcade with us when we were playing Virtual Fighter? Because arcades were still a thing. So for all you kids out there, there used to be this place where you would go, usually inside a mall, and they had video games in these tall standing cabinets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were dope. They were fucking dope, and fighting games were the big shit because it was all always one on one, and you'd have to like work your way onto the machine. If you could get on there, you held it down, and you next player would come in. Right. So if you stayed on that machine, you were a fucking badass. Yep. And if somebody's having a hot hand, it was just like, I'm gonna go throw a quarter in this machine. I'm gonna fuck this dude up. I'm gonna take his spot. Uh huh. I'm gonna take his spot. I'm going to be the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever come to... Because we went to the arcade a couple times, I think, the one that used to be in the Mall of America to play Virtua Fighter. And remember, we were controller kids, but we were so good at knowing our characters and our button combos. We just had to memorize where the buttons were on. Like, oh, that's, that's high kick and that's low kick. And I'm just making them up. But, oh, okay, there they right. are. So I know what this means. And this is how it translates. Clickety-clack. And we'd be fighting you know, pumping, because then it was just a quarter. After your first dollar, you're in it. You know how to work your control or your character again. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know if I came with you guys to do that. I know that we went to the Mall of America one time with Brian because we wanted to play Initial D. Yeah. But I don't remember going there just to play Virtual Fighter. Just but play. I yeah. did play Virtual Fighter a lot as a child. We used to go to the Burnsville Mall. Oh a yeah. A lot for whatever. Like my mom had to go shopping or it was Christmas or whatever and it wasn't mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't a constant thing, but every time we went there it was like a given, like I'm gonna go to the uh the arcade today and I'm gonna fight some dudes. Well, and it wasn't, it wasn't always the fighting games. It depended on what was open that day. 
Okay. Right. To, yeah. Yeah. You know, Turtles. Turtles in Time was dope when that was around. There was a Simpsons mm-hmm. game that was a lot like that. That one. There was used to be the too. side-scrolling Simpsons beat 'em up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the four-player one where you could be Marge yeah. and you had her vacuum cleaner and Bart yep. had the skateboard. Different kind of fighting games. That's for sure. That's not. Yes. That's not. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Game. But like, the, that's what I used to. I would play. Did you play Virtual Fighter against people in the arcade? Yeah. As a kid, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the old school one. You get people fighting every once in a while, and that I really liked that game mm-hmm. because you, you had kind of a level playing field. It wasn't like Street Fighter, where if you knew how to do one of those super combos or Mortal Kombat. You know, where mm-hmm. you knew how to mm-hmm. do the special moves where you could shoot a fireball at me from across the screen. Like, mm-hmm. I could come in and I could fight you just based off of principles of, you know, jab, low punch, kick, grab, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have, and then how a specific fighting style works in those, right? Like a wrestler or a, a drunken mm-hmm. monk. Is he drunk, drunk monk? Is that what he. Um, that one I can't remember, kung, but either way, yeah, kung fu, kung, just a drunken kung guy. Fu. Yeah, <laughs> there is actually a fighting style that has to do with being intoxicated. I can't remember it right now, and oh, that's yeah. what it was. There's a Jackie Chan movie about it. It's awesome. The drunken master. Oh, for real? Yeah, the whole oh, movie's shit. about him. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. He beats up a <laughs> lot of people. That's awesome. Very intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, dude. That's great. Okay, well, that that that's it. I don't want to. I don't want to keep dragging this on. We're gonna try to keep this one inside the hour. I think once we edit this one down, that could actually that could actually happen. Hey, look at that. We're getting better. Yep, we're we're trying to get a get a rhythm and trying to hopefully I didn't say because we could keep going. Yeah, and hopefully I didn't say like too many times. That's something I was trying to watch. I listened to it back and I'm like, I say like I just said I. Just now, I said I'm like I'm like I said it a bunch. Just now, I don't. This particular one, I've been catching myself going. I love it. I like it. It's good stuff. Like I've just been like high praises on everything, and it's just been bugging me. So <laughs> huh, hopefully, it doesn't bug anybody else too much. You don't hear it as often as often as I feel like I said it. Uh. Because I just like, I guess that's how I'm going to end this conversation. That's awesome. I love it. Okay. Uh, I don't have no love idea it. how else to end the conversation and keep it moving. <laughs> Give me love a it. fucking break. I'm still working on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're not pros yet. Not yet. professional until we have enough people listening to this thing that we can quit our fucking jobs. So tell your friends. Because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do work get bit on the <laughs> knee by a fucking dog again yeah i don't want to because... get bit on the goddamn knee by the stupid dog because its owner is too shitty to train it properly and then to just although be... props to all you delivery people seriously even when there's not a pandemic going on it's like little christmas presents whenever you guys come to the door you know it's fucking great hey we try except for there's so many people that think that i'm supposed to know what the fuck is in your box i don't know (laughs) (laughs) do you think the mailman the weirdest (laughs) assumption do you think i don't even get that (laughs) do you think the mailman knows what's in your envelopes 
I'll just be bringing something in. They're like, oh, are those the shoes I bought? And I go, I don't know. It's coming from this store. Did you buy shoes from this store? All I know is where it came. Did you buy shoes from Tires Plus? I don't know. All I can tell you is where it came from and where it's going. Some people are like, is that for John? Like, dude, I don't even look at the name. I'm trying to find your address. I don't give a shit who you are. The name part, that's your fucking problem. Right. I don't care if this is to John or Sally. It doesn't matter. You can write whatever you want on there. I'm not going to. People do that sometimes, too. Oh, I do it. I think it's fucking hilarious. You've done that to me before. I can't remember. You mailed me something and put a completely random ass name because that doesn't matter. All you got to do is have the address right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny. I do it to all you guys. Yeah. I just mailed Sam something when he, uh, when they were pregnant with Milo, and I I put um, Rusty Shackleford on there. <laughs> Rusty because Shackleford. Of, yeah, because of fucking King of the Hill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love it. It doesn't matter. I know the name part is irrelevant. Right. Doctor M- uh, Whisker Stinkfinger. You know, just whatever you want just make something up i just popped that one off the top of my head write it down send it Damn, on the package it was good it doesn't matter it's just gonna come to your house it doesn't matter as long as you got the You're address get... right and it's gonna make you fucking laugh when you get a package that says for does that say for dr whisker stink finger what the <laughs> fuck who's this guy and then you oh. you forget that you did it who oh these are the shoes i ordered (laughs) i forgot i forgot i I did that (laughs) i might do that the next time i order something right (laughs) sounds delightful (laughs) but the return address is your mom's house (laughs) just don't just write your mom's house just write your mom's house Oh my god. Just make sure you got okay. the you just make sure you got the address of where it's going to correct. Yeah. And make sure that it. and make sure people that you know if the person has their name listed or whatever, how they're listed in the thing. I get a lot of those where I send them back because it says like apartment three oh eight and the listings when I get there the little call box has everybody's name in it in it doesn't say their apartment number no so apartment number so i'm like well i can't get this to the person because i don't know their name i only know their apartment number or vice versa where mm-hmm. i'll have the the person's name but it only lists apartment number and make sure that they're Shit. listed on it a lot of times it'll oh, say like right. apartment 107 this person's name and they'll only have the people's names but it won't even say the person that you're sending it to because they'll have like the boyfriend is the main person and you're sending oh, it to the girlfriend and the girlfriend doesn't mm-hmm. have her name on there or whatever. Yep. It's like, well, then I send it back because I don't know who her boyfriend is. Don't. Well, one thing people can't send back is this podcast. Yeah. Send it off to somebody. Send it off to a friend. Send it off to your neighbor. Tell somebody so that way we can keep making more of this. It's Real AF TV. Check us out. We're definitely at the internet place. Real. R-E-E-L-A-F dot TV. You could definitely find us there. Do the like, subscribe and thing, but share it. Share it. 
You like it? Share it. They can't yeah. return it. Let them know. And don't forget the two E's. That's the most important part. Real AF TV or realaf.com. Both are going to get you where you need to go as long as you remember that it's two E's. That is right. And that is going to bring this episode to a fantastic conclusion. This has been the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing. Ugh. Let me try that again. I'm going to do a retake. I'll keep this in, though. That's just how we're going to do shit around here. (laughs) This has been the Real AF TV podcast, the show where we talk about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. You don't have to be from the land of 10,000 lakes to enjoy it, but that is definitely something we're going for. We're just letting you know where we're from. Tim, another good podcast. I'm ready to put this one in the books. Yep. Me too. Random cakes oh. from the land of 10,000 bakes. Oh, I don't know. Are we going to do a donut special next? Maybe. 